I'm a dude, and I'm inviting you to join me on a podcast about brews. Does that include stouts? Yes. Yes, of course it includes stouts. Like I was saying, join us every Saturday on the journey hey, hey, into... Hey, co- wait a minute. Do you, do you guys do anything about, like, IPAs? Yes. Like that? Yes, of, yes, of, yes, we do IPAs. Okay. It's, okay. It, yes. Anyway, join us on the Journey into Comics Network for Brews with Dudes. Whoa, whoa, po- hey, hey, do you... Have you guys ever... Do you care if I bring some Zima on? Yes, I care if you bring Zima. Zima doesn't count. Zima... Oh. Zima... Dr. Dongo. Anyway, join us every Saturday for a podcast that delves into the craft brew world. The following is a Journey into Comics Network production. Welcome to episode, I believe, six of Kids for Sale podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and with me as usual is my beautiful wife and co-host, Ashley. Say hi, Ashley. Hola. Hola, como esta? You're an idiot. Okay. Well, first off, I'd like to apologize for uh, last week's episode that uh, A, it was so short, and B, it was so uh, chaotic. We, we, uh, we've had a busy few weeks. Uh, and at the last minute, uh, we knew our episode was due. So, uh, since we couldn't get any time away from the kids, we figured we would just do it with the kids. And, uh, I mean, if you listen to the episode, you saw how it turned out. Uh, we'll try to, I think we're going to do a couple more episodes with the kids just cause it was, it was kind of fun, but we'll, we'll try to be a little more organized with it. So we get a little better content out of it. Um, but, uh, I guess first we can, uh, recap these last couple of weeks um all the goings on in the plant slash malone household um i don't know what do you want to start with i don't know um uh we talked about the dog last week i think right yes yeah we got so we got we got a dog you can hear her jingling around in the background um that's actually going really well. She's fit in with the family really well uh, for the last, what has it been, four weeks, five weeks since we got her? Three, Something three, like four, that. five. Um, and she, I mean, she adapted almost seamlessly like she's been here forever. Uh, the kids love her uh, a little too much sometimes. <laughs> Scarlet, Scarlet likes to get a little bit rough with her, but that's that's her personality. Scarlet's a little aggressive. Uh, very aggressive so she she tends to tackle the dog sometimes and you know grab around her neck and not like not like wring her neck but like almost like just just try to hug her around the neck and i don't know the dog takes it she's a trooper um i i had my hesitations about getting a pit bull uh yeah yeah we can air this out it's fine uh (laughs) i had my hesitations about getting a pit bull not be I'm, i'm not a pit bull hater and i'm not one of those people that thinks that they're just aggressive dogs no matter what i know it's uh i know it's more nurture than nature but i mean with any dog there's the fear of the dog snapping and and my fear has just always been that uh with a pit bull they they are very strong and they can do a lot of a lot of hurt in just uh mere seconds but after meeting this dog uh who we've named duck i think we discussed that last episode um She's she's absolutely harmless, uh, and I, I I don't believe she could hurt a fly. I mean she she'll she tries sometimes, but she's not she's too dopey to catch a fly. But uh, yeah, I guess we can we could put an end to the pit bull debate because now we have one. Um, no. So so Ashley wins. I always win. Yeah. Um, so aside from the dog, uh, Mark has started football. He had his first practice last week, and he's had today was his sixth practice, um, and so far he's loving it. And I, I tell you what, the the football world, we've we've been through soccer, we've been through basketball, we've been through baseball, and now we're on to football, and also dance class. We've been to dance class too, uh, with the girls, obviously. But um, why, obviously? 
because we've talked about it on the show already that the girls were in dance class and sure that was not meant to be sexist at all i th- i think mark would have probably enjoyed dance class if we signed him up for it but he was he was in the other sports he didn't have time for it um sorry i'm eating a cupcake um but yeah the football world i mean it's different sitting out at those practices already in just six practices i i uh the, the camaraderie of the the kids on the team is is already just unreal like they're the even though the kids most of them haven't even played the sport before uh they're they're all like i don't know they're helping each other out they're working as a team it's it's awesome it's awesome to watch and mark's really enjoying it and i think he's getting a lot out of it even though i didn't think mark was going to like it after watching the first couple practices cuz it was like all running all sprinting and Mark's not the most active kid in the world. I was I was afraid he was going to give up, but he's he's powering through and he's he's loving every second of it. He got to wear his pads today and actually start hitting people and getting hit, and I, he kind of seemed pumped to do it. Which is very surprising because he cries about getting beat up by the girls. <laughs> well, at home he knows he's going to get sympathy. I I think he's already figured out he's not going to get any sympathy from his coaches. They're they're kind of they're tough on the kids already, which is I, I think I think it's going to be good for Mark. I think he needs something like that. Um. But yeah, and even just like the parents, like everybody, everybody just lines up along the side of practice and gets their lawn chairs out and sits there for the whole two hours and watches. It's uh, I don't know. It's a whole different animal. I'm enjoying it so far. I know you you're. You could take it or leave it, but I like to be home. Yeah, I know, I know, and it is a lot. They're, man, they're working these kids hard. Like Mark has practice every single night this week, um, but once school starts, they dial that back a little bit. I think he's going to have practice three times a week once school starts. I think it's twice. Well, twice during the week and then oh, on Saturdays. Saturday, yeah. yeah. So, but and then I, the girls are going to start soccer. Yeah. Yeah, the girls start soccer next week. Luckily, we were able to sign them both up on the same team, so we won't have to scatter to three different practices every week. It's only going to be two. Um, well, two teams worth of practices. What? I think the girls are Tuesday and Thursday, aren't they? I believe so. What are soccer? I think I think football is also Tuesday and Thursday. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good though. We get the sports out of the way on the same. I know. Night, but I so just we wonder. have three free I nights every what week. Is gonna do. Well, I'm I'm gonna edit her name out just because I'm not comfortable using it. My ex-wife is probably gonna have a hard time deciding between my son's practice and my daughter's practice. That's that's the point she was making. I just don't I don't feel comfortable using her name. I don't think we've used her name before, have we? Probably. Well, anyway, I I don't feel right doing it anymore, so I'm not going to. That's really dumb. It's just the polite thing to do. I know she... Maybe if I was saying something negative. No, but she's not giving us permission to use her name on the podcast, is my point. I don't know if she even knows we have a podcast, and I don't know if she knows we've ever even discussed her on the podcast. I didn't give you permission to make me do this, and you still did. You know, we edit me out? We're way too early into the episode to be starting this crap. But uh, anyway, so yeah, football's going great. And I'm, I'm kind of excited for soccer. I, I think Scarlett's going to take really well to soccer because she's, she she's very energetic and I feel like she needs a full field to just run around on the whole time. And that's soccer is just running the whole time. So I think she'll enjoy it. But... Uh, they are on the green dinos. Yes. Which is Scarlet's favorite color. So. Yes. Even though I've been telling her the last few days that she's on the green dinos and she keeps getting upset about it. They Both her and Libby got upset when I told them. Yeah. The other option was the yellow or like yeah, something. Bumble, the, bumblebees or some crap. My point is that you just, kids... You just can't make them happy. Never. You pick their favorite color for their soccer team to be on, you know, to be on their favorite 
You pick the soccer team that is their favorite color so that they can wear their favorite color jersey and everything. Um, I bet Libby would have been happy if we could have did pink or something. Yeah, but... That wasn't an option. Wasn't an option. But we got her the next best thing. We got her pink cleats and... I guess her mom got her pink socks and stuff, which I don't... She won't be able to wear those because I, I think they supply the socks. And, yeah, well, practice. Well, yeah, I know. I know. I get it. Practice. She can wear the pink socks to practice. We need to get Scarlet her, the rest of her stuff. Um, yeah, uh, which actually, uh, I almost... Uh, this is a side topic that <laughs> we actually shouldn't be discussing on the podcast, but I almost gave, uh, I almost gave Livy's mom... The blue shorts we got her, which I'm thinking we can, just, since she already got two pairs of shorts, we can just give the blue shorts to Scarlett instead. But that's not important <laughs> podcast discussion. <laughs> I just wanted to say it before I forgot about it. So now the world knows that we got Scarlett blue shorts. Well, we got Olivia blue shorts, but they're Scarlett's now. What about the cleats and stuff? I gave her the cleats. Why? So she could start wearing them and break them in. She was running around in them today at Mark's practice. Actually, it was funny. I wish I would have got a video. So I brought... Libby was at Mark's football practice. So I set up my chair and I was watching practice. And I brought Libby her cleats and her shin guards and a soccer ball. So she could just mess around and, you know, run around a little bit while Mark was having football practice. And she would set the ball down. And then she would run about, like, 30 feet away... And take like a thirty foot running start to kick the ball, and then it would just like dribble like five feet. <laughs> so, it was so funny, and she did it like a hundred times. She was getting so winded, but it was funny. I know it's not that funny without like a video to show you, but just take my word for it. It was funny. So I'm sure it was. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else have we done? We took Scarlet to the fair last weekend. Yeah, that was fun. That was actually a lot of fun. Um, something to watch out for. I think I don't think they're doing it again this year. Um, but maybe next year when the fair comes back through Lake County, Indiana, uh, the Frugal Friday. Uh, I thought it was a great deal. Um, oh God, shut up! About the food. <laughs> it's, it's, I I love food, and I love fair food, so it was like perfect for me. Fru- so what Frugal Friday is? It was the first Friday of the fair, the Lake County Fair. Uh, they had all of the food stands set up like a $2 special where like they would take an item on their menu and either serve a smaller version of it or a sample version or something for 2 bucks. And every stand had a $2 deal. So instead of going to one stand and getting one item and dropping 10 to 15 bucks on it, you could try a bunch of stuff. So, I mean... I ate like a pig, and I, I think I think I tried food from like six or seven different stands, and it was oh, it was great. A piece of pizza pissed me off. Though. Yeah, I, and you you picked the worst place to get. You a told piece me of to pizza. go there. No, I pointed out that they said they you had pizza on the side. I did not say I didn't say go to this stand. I just said you said you wanted pizza, and I pointed at the nearest stand that I saw with a slice of pizza on. But it even said if you would have read the sign, it even said like a sample serving of pizza or something. And also, it's your fault for not asking how big the slice was before was just you just went ahead and paid to, for it. I was it. listening to my husband. Yeah, I bet. Because that's, that, that's always happening, right? Yeah. But, yeah, and then Scarlett rode some rides. And uh, we were stupid. We bought $25 worth of tickets. 22 No, it was $25 worth of tickets that gave us 22 tickets. Because the tickets were a buck twenty-five a piece, mm. or so, yeah, something like that. But it was twenty-two tickets for twenty-five dollars, which would have been all well and good, except for they were selling wristbands for twenty-five dollars. Uh, and Scarlett was the only one riding any rides, so she could have ridden like a hundred rides for the twenty-five dollars well, instead of. Well, she's like, up riding all the rides yeah, she wanted. To. Yeah, but my point was like we ran out of tickets and she still wanted to do more. We, I was done. I was ready to go by we then. We could have got her on more rides if you would have just. Oh yes, yeah, scam the carny people it's like you were trying scamming to scamming if they're yes. not even looking. No, you were totally so. 
we noticed that one of the guys wasn't paying attention. Not one of the guys, multiple. Okay, so yeah, they well because nobody was stupid enough to buy the tickets. They just assumed everybody had wristbands. So when Scarlett would walk up to go on the ride, a few of them didn't even ask her for the tickets. So like we were down to the last two tickets, and Scarlett was able to get on like three rides with those last two tickets and finally the last guy did ask for the tickets so i think the only reason he didn't he didn't ask he just he saw her holding them up i think he was asking for them he saw it doesn't matter it doesn't matter we scammed two other people it's not scamming it is absolutely it's not like we copied the tickets no no you know how i know it was scamming because she had the tickets in her hand and you told her scarlet don't show him the tickets unless he asks for them that is a scam no you planned ahead you planned ahead that is a scam no that is scam they didn't they didn't even want the tickets Or else they would have asked for them. You scammed them. Just admit it. No. And we can move on from this. No. We didn't fool anybody. <laughs> he didn't st- ask for tickets. You stole from those innocent carnies. Yeah. They didn't you care. You stole a ride. They didn't care. Um, but yeah, so we had a good time. Lake County Fair, blah, blah, blah. We're going to the Lake County Fair again this Saturday, which will be the day after this episode airs. Uh, so maybe the next time. And, and we will have all three of the kids with us when we go this weekend. So uh, maybe the next time we can talk about how chaotic Terrible it was, that, or that was. or maybe we will have a great time. We'll see. No, we won't. Probably. I mean, the odds are against us for sure. But Stop having there's such always, high expectations. There's always just that sliver of hope, you know. No, there's no hope left. Sliver of hope in the in the world. So there's no hope. On to the topic of tonight's episode, or today's episode, or whatever time of day you are listening to this. Uh, recently, uh, Mark, uh, has decided to start swearing, (laughs) like, like using the word, well, okay, I've, I've caught him three or four times now, and the first two times he used the word properly, which makes me think this, these were not the first times he's done it. I mean, I feel like he's using these words pretty often. Um, the, and then the last time it was not something, not a phrase that I say. So I, this is why it leads me to believe he didn't pick it up from me, which I've been hoping he didn't pick it up from me, but it's not a phrase I use. Um, but okay. I'll just, I'll walk through each one of them, each incident. And then we can discuss, Can um, you stop staring at me? This is a conversation. We are having a conversation. No, you're, you're talking to the audience. no. I'm talking to you, and they are hearing us talking. That's this this that's podcasting, dear. We we are having a conversation. Do not, dear, ever call me dear. <laughs> ever, sweetheart. I'll kill you. So anyway, uh, Mark cursing, which by the way, Scarlett has done it plenty, but uh, it's Scarlett only does it. She doesn't just do it out of nowhere. Usually, she'll do it like minutes after she hears us say she does it out of nowhere all the time i always hear her going damn it whenever she like drops something okay yeah that's see that's my worst one i say that a lot around the house we both curse like sailors i know i know but that's that's my most common i get pissed off about stuff and i uh, my first my first reaction is my first reaction is damn it or god damn it so they hear that that one a lot around the house but uh that's so. That's Scarlet. She just says "damn it" most of the time. I don't think I've heard her say anything else other than that. Oh, she she said like the f word and stuff. But that that but I don't that's, think that's what been... she, she says oh, after she hears us say. Yeah. That. Oh, I have that video. I'll have to post the video of. Uh, I was playing Wu Tang Clan in the car with Scarlet one time, and uh, we were listening to "Bring the Ruckus," and after it was over, Scarlet said. Can can we listen to Bring the Fucking Ruckus song? <laughs> so yeah, there was that one. But she didn't model. but she didn't the, my point is with Scarlett, uh she doesn't I don't think she knows what the words mean and I don't think she knows they're bad words necessarily. She just hears them used in moments of frustration, so that's when she uses them. Mark knows that they are swear words. He knows they're off limits and he still has used them. So here's the first one. Uh his he had football camp a few weeks ago, um, and on the way to camp, I decided to try to pump him up a little bit, get him excited, and you know, get him energized a little. 
So I played some music that I thought he would like. One of the songs was an Imagine Dragons song, and for whatever reason, he really likes Imagine Dragons. And and it worked. He was getting pumped. He was getting all hyped up. We got to the parking lot, and and uh, we had a few minutes before the thing started. So he was just sitting in the in the car listening to it. He's nodding his head and he's getting into it. And and then after the song was over, he was just like. Man, I love that song. I love that song. And then he looks at me and he says, Do you want me to say it? And I had no idea what he was talking about. And I was like, Say what? He was like, Do you, do you want me to say it? And I'm like, Say what? What are you talking about? And he was like, Are you sure? Are you sure you want me to say it? And I was like, I guess. Yeah, go ahead and say it. And he goes, I fucking love that song. And I have to say, I was in absolute shock for a few seconds because my seven-year-old son just uh, like appropriately dropped an f-bomb like he knew the context of how to say it uh he knew how to put the inflection on it and like so like i said i don't believe that was his first time saying that and i'm not sure where he picked it up or who he says it around or who he uses it around but uh so I I told him right off the bat. I was like, "Hey, uh, I'm <laughs> I'm not going to tell your mom about this, and I hope to God she doesn't hear this episode." Um, I was like, "I'm not going to tell your mom about this, but don't don't do that anymore. <laughs> don't you don't need to be saying that." And uh, he was like, "Right, right, okay, yeah, yeah." So then, let's see. A week or two later, uh, I'm in the kitchen cooking. He's in the living room playing uh, Shadows of Mordor, which is his favorite video game. Um, and he's playing Shadows of Mordor, and out of nowhere I just hear, Ah, shit. So I peek my head in the living room, and I'm like, What'd you just say? He was like, I didn't say anything. I was like, No. I, but I was like, I heard you. I know exactly what you said. I'm just giving you another chance to like, explain it, you know? And he was like, I said shit. And I was like, why? He says, well, I'm surrounded by orcs, dad. And I was like, okay, so that's that's curse word number two that he knows how to use appropriately. Um, but then after football practice the other day, uh, I, I had the dog at football practice with me. And I had her walking around up on the hill trying to get her to go to the bathroom. And she was taking a leak. And Mark walked up while she was peeing. And he looks at me and he's like, dude, what the shit is she doing? And that's the one that, this is why I don't think he picked it up from me. Because I don't say what the shit. I actually, I, I really don't like that phrase. I, I think it sounds dumb. But I know plenty of people that say it. So, I mean, I know he's heard it somewhere. So, again, he, he knows how to, he knows how to swear because he's heard other people do it before. But, uh, so th- those are the stories that I can think of. At least that we've heard of the kids. Surprisingly, I don't think I've heard Livy at all. She's too much of a goody two shoes. I know, but like I said, Scarlet Scarlet says the things. I don't think she knows what she's saying half the time, and I don't think Livy at her age knows what she would be saying either. But she still has managed to not say know. anything. I don't know. I think they know. Even at four, yeah. You think they understand the difference between like bad words and. Um, yeah, especially because, like, we yell at him for it. But that's... That, and, so that... I mean, Livy's probably heard us yell at Scarlet for it. That's the other point of what I wanted to talk about tonight, is how 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 to react to stuff like that. Because, like, should we make a big deal out of it? Should we yell at them for saying stuff like that? Now, it's one thing if they say it and we tell them, hey, you probably shouldn't say that. And then they write back to our face, say it again, which Scarlet has been known to do stuff like that. And she, Scarlet's the one that, as we're telling her not to do something, she will do it again right in our face just to just to let us know that she, she knows exactly what she's doing. Now, that is when I would yell at her for swearing. But, like, uh, just censorship in general. Like, I know, I know we don't want our kids using those words. Um... But do you feel like making a big deal out of it and yelling at them is actually going to stop them? Or do you think it'll encourage them to do it when we're not listening? I don't encourage them. 
So what I do don't you- really care if the kids cuss. The only reason I stop them is because I know, like, at school and stuff, they'll get in trouble. Yeah, and that's the other thing, too. So my, my biggest thing is not necessarily our kids cussing, which I, I don't want our kids cussing just because, I don't know, it's not appropriate for kids, you know? I'm not saying, like, you need to go out of your way to, oh, you never say these words, never, or anything like that. But, I mean, it's, the big thing is there's, so even even as an adult, you know, I know I, I cuss all the time. I, I, I cuss, I mean, it's probably 50% of my vocabulary most of the time. But at the same time, I know the appropriate times and places to do it, you know, to do it. When when to say certain things, when not to say certain things, and as kids, I don't think they don't have that filter. That's my fear is that we're going to be in a totally inappropriate place, and they're going to start dropping f bombs. That's why I don't want my that's kids cussing. I, that's what I said. I only yell at Scarlet, and then because I don't want them to start doing it in school. And right, stuff. No, and and not, but not just at school. Like I don't. It's not just. I about, said and stuff. I know. I'm, my my point though is just. Not just places where they're going to get in trouble for it, but places where it's just, it's not appropriate. Like, I, I don't know, you, you take them to a, a wedding and they're cursing in front of the Everybody wedding Everybody would guests. laugh at it. it. I guess it depends on the wedding. You know, there's some really prissy weddings where like... Yeah, but we don't hang out with those kinds of people. I guess not. But I, my, my point is that there's just, there's places where... It's just embarrassing if it happens, and isn't, I don't. Isn't the whole idea of curse words like a religious thing anyway? I honestly right. don't know, and I, I, realistically, that's not something we need to tackle on the mm-hmm. podcast. I mean, according to South Park, it's like I think it was a religious thing because they, in the episode when they finally were allowed to say shit on TV, we're not like talking they, about South Park, they released like a we're talking about demon real life. or something. Is that what even happened? No, I'm, I don't even remember the real episode. Maybe I just made all that up. Anyway, I have no idea why curse words are curse words. I don't know. You know, if you want to speculate, you can comment and tell us what it is. But my point is that there are times when it's appropriate and times when it's not appropriate. And I don't believe kids have that filter and they don't know socially when it is okay and when it's not okay. And for that reason, I don't want my kids cussing. But the right way to stop them is it yelling at them? Is it grounding them? Is it just giving them a little talk? Is it, you know, what do you do to stop them? What do you think? What do you, this, this I think it's better the, to just talk to them and tell them when it is and isn't appropriate to do that. And I, just I hope, don't think just I don't think it's understand. ever good to punish a kid just by yelling at them without giving them an explanation. Right, and I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, but my point is like. Is yelling even the appropriate thing to do? Like, I know a lot of... Plus, I mean, you got to know your kid, too. you got to know what works. Yeah. Like, a, a good for instance, and I, I hope my mom's not listening to this because I'm about to... I mean, I'm sure she already knows this, but uh, just, just for, you know, full disclosure, uh, my mom was very strict about swearing um, when I was growing up, but... To me, as a child, I almost feel like that made it cooler to do, you know, to see if I could get away with it. And, you know, by probably about Mark's age, I, I'm going to say seven, eight years old, I, I have very vivid memories of, you know, sitting on the bus with my friends and we'd, we'd be swearing the whole way to school, just, you know, probably not even using the words the right way, but man, it felt cool, you know. And I feel like that's the opposite of, obviously that was the opposite of what my mom was trying to accomplish when she, when she would yell at us for cussing. But, um, but at the same time, I don't know if there is a way to stop it. I mean, kids are kids, are kids you know, they're going to do it whether you want them to or not. They'll just find a way to get away with it, you know? So I guess that's, I don't know. The, the appropriate response, in my opinion, is to just talk to them, you know, like you, like you said, talk to them, tell them when it's not right to do, and, you know, just tell them, too, that, you know, I know you hear me say it a lot, but, you know, I, that doesn't mean I want to hear you say it, and, you know, around the house is not an appropriate time to say it either, because I don't want to hear it, you know what I mean? 
Are you going to add anything to this, or are you going to sit there and look at me? I'm going to sit here and look at you. It's a good, good co-hosting. Well, I mean, what else do you want me to say? I mean, I, like I said, I, I don't I'm even, trying to have a conversation. With I don't you. even really care if the kids cuss. How about uh, censorship in general? You know, uh, what age do they start watching PG-13 movies? What age do they start watching rated R movies? Depends on your kids. Depends on their maturity. I'd say that's that's a very solid point. Like, I, I, for a while, was not... I I wouldn't say I wasn't censoring Mark's video games at all. Um, I kind of kept an eye on what he was playing just because I don't want him playing something wildly inappropriate. Like... I at one point uh, oh like Conker's bad fur yeah game. that's what I was just gonna bring up so I have I have some of the retro systems and we have Conker's bad fur day and full disclosure I said that already twice in this episode full disclosure I've never played Conker's bad fur day I didn't know how crazy inappropriate it was uh, so Mark saw a game with like cartoon characters on it and put it in and I thought nothing of it and Ashley came into the room and said. You're gonna let him play that, and I didn't know what it was. So but uh, no, that is not how it was. That is, exactly I told you how exactly it what it was, and you were like, "Oh, it doesn't matter. You won't know no, what it is." No, that and is not. And I, it I, at you all. know, yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I had to fight with you about it because you were still gonna let him play it. No, that's even not though there's true like, at all. Even though there's like a flower with like boobs and stuff, oh and I, you see, this is another example of you just embellishing details that are. <sighs> you don't remember anything. See, I don't understand see, why you, you think you say that, but you're the one that doesn't remember what you had for breakfast yesterday, and all of a sudden, but when it comes to something that I did wrong, all of a sudden your memory is crystal clear. That's how, how all women work. No, no, you're. You are only right because you think you're right. I'm telling you, you told me it was an inappropriate game. I saw what it was. I turned it off. No. Yes. No. That is exactly what happened. No. You don't believe what she says. She is lying. No. But anyways, so back to, you know, uh, so that was the only game at the, at that point that I had not allowed him to play. Um, I mean, I tried to keep the Mortal Kombat's away from him just because that's also a bit much for somebody that age. Um, well, Mark is, uh, and that's the thing, Mark is sensitive. Yeah, he is, he is. And that's why, I mean, even Shadows of Mordor is actually a pretty violent game, and it's a bit much for him sometimes. He handles it pretty well, um, but, you know, if we let him play a little bit too much of it, like a couple weeks ago, he started having nightmares. Which, the nightmares, to be fair, I think were Five Nights at Freddy's related. Um, but either way, I told him no more no more of the dark, scary games for a little bit. And the nightmares went away. Which, Five Nights at Freddy's, from what I understand, it, it is a kid's game. Uh, it's I don't know what it's rated, but... I mean, they, they market it for kids. I don't think there's anything violent in it i don't think there's anything like i don't think there's any language or anything in it i don't know i've never played it but man is that just a creepy looking game i don't i don't i don't like mark playing it because it it's it scares the crap out of him and he has nightmares about it every time he plays it now his cousin on the other hand that's all he all he plays he's obsessed with it and he handles it just fine. So it is also, it, it is definitely a difference between the kids. They're only a year apart, and Cody handles it way better than Mark does. Again, Mark is more sensitive. And the dog's getting into the cat food, I think. But Why is the door open? The door wasn't open. I think she's sticking her head through the cat door. Well, hopefully it gets stuck. That'd be really funny. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, uh... So back to censorship. Um, I've recently decided... Uh, Mark is constantly downloading new games off of the PlayStation market on, on the PlayStation. And I finally told him, if if a game says E, he can download it. Any game that says E, even the E10s, I don't care. Anything that says E on it is usually pretty good. The E10s even are... are there's nothing bad in them. Uh, the T's, I told him... 
he has to ask me first. And he has plenty of games that are T for teen on my PlayStation, but I've kind of screened them all and made sure that... Like, it's not so much that I'm trying to censor things. Like, I know he's going to play violent video games. I know he's going to hear language and stuff. But the amount of it, I feel, is the thing that we need to screen. Like, the, the context of it. And, like, for instance, he plays Shadows of Mordor because he... Which is a very violent game, but he's killing monsters. He's killing orcs. He's killing these big giant warg-looking things. I don't. I don't know what they are, but it's like it's fantasy violence, you know. Whereas Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto, or even a Call of Duty game, that's like people on people violence, and I don't feel like he needs to be dealing with that right now. Not in that context, you know. I mean, it is a video game. I'm going to keep talking. She's checking on the dog. <laughs> it is a video game, so I guess, I mean, if there was anywhere for him to see it, that would be yeah. the place, but he's just, he's not ready for it. He's at an age where he's not ready to learn about people on people violence, you know? Um, he will be soon, so I mean, I'm sure we're going to be dealing with that in the next couple of years, but at seven years old, I have restricted him to, like, fantasy violence, and I mean, I try to keep the language out of it a little bit, which is why I don't let him play online well, he can play online, but he doesn't get he, he, the sound goes off as soon as he's online because I don't I don't want him hearing the trash people talk online because it's it is absurd. It's like over and above what's necessary. But um, movie wise, I don't know. I try to. I don't know why, but like nudity, I, I don't. It's just uncomfortable. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. It's not so much like that. I mean, it is a little inappropriate, but like, I don't know. We we try not to be like prudish around the house, you know. Like, I the kids have the kids have all seen each other naked just because they've been in the bathtub together and stuff. And like, this, man, this is gonna sound, start to sound creepy, but like, I don't know. It like they the kids have seen me naked i'm sure like just because i i change in the house i change in the house without i mean i try to get i try to get you cover up but it's not like you're like yeah i don't lock myself away three rooms away you cover all your all your skin up and they can't see nothing and i and I, i see that's i don't want them to i don't i purposely don't want to like lock myself away when i'm changing because i don't want them to think that their bodies anything to be ashamed of but i do want them to understand the importance of other people's privacy you know which is why i try to cover myself up but you know i try not to be too like ridiculous get out of here while i'm changing kind of thing you know i don't like them watching me go to the bathroom that's more of a comfort thing but that doesn't stop them from barging into the bathroom every goddamn time i'm sitting on the toilet every time you think you would learn to lock the door so at this point it's your fault but, uh, so, yeah, but the censorship as far as, like, yeah, nudity in movies, it's just, it's uncomfortable to be sitting there watching a movie with your kids, and all of a sudden there's boobs, and it's just like, ugh. Even if it's with the girls, like, it's, uh, I don't, it's, I, 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 I don't, I can't remember having to deal with it yet, and I don't think I want to. I, I just, I don't even, when Mark's, like, a teenager, I still don't want to go through that. Can you imagine, like, the parents that, like, sit with their sons, you know, watching, like, nasty movies? Like, yeah. I don't know if that's a Go. thing. Does that happen? <laughs> <laughs> the this parent, hillbilly town, I'm sure I mean, it happens Parents all the are time. sitting watching porn I mean, more like dads. And, yeah, boy. Yeah, exactly. Check that out, boy. We live in Lowell, man. I don't think that happens in real life. I think it happens life. all the time. I think that's something that only happens in porn. I've never seen that happen in porn. Like a the like the dad family with the porn. Son? Yeah, that's the family porn is like, it's like a big fetish thing. How would you know? Oh, I don't. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm speculating. Gross. It's purely speculation. Gross. Uh so yeah, anyway, back to censorship. Um Uh I this is kind of not really off topic it is kind of off topic but like 
uh, a lot of the newer cartoon movies, a lot of the newer cartoon movies have started, and it's this isn't even a new thing. This is like a decade old, but like they've started incorporating more like adult humor into them. What stuff are you that, talking about? Stuff that flies movies over have been kids. doing that. For- so it's like the beginning of time. It's it, but I feel like every kids movie nowadays is geared more towards the adults that are taking their kids to the theaters, and then the actual like kids storyline is kind of second tier to the adult stuff. Like we just took the kids to see the Teen Titans movie, which I don't did we we didn't talk about this on the last episode because I think I think we went and saw it like the day after. Uh, we recorded the last episode, but I don't remember. We went and saw uh, Teen Titans go to the movies, which I highly recommend. I loved it. I loved every second of it. Um, that show on Cartoon Network is hysterical, and the movie was like very close to inappropriate a few times. Like uh, there was a scene. There was so there was a sequence in the movie where Robin is like trying to prevent the major superheroes Superman, Batman, uh Green Lantern. I actually I don't think Green Lantern was mentioned. I don't remember. But he was trying to prevent the major superheroes from becoming the major superheroes. So he was going back in time and stopping their storylines. Are you going to like Yes, would you shut give up for it a away? second? No, well I don't think I'm giving anything away. I'm not. I'm not giving this in context of the story. I'm just just yeah. But I mean, if if somebody goes and sees it, it's kind of ruining the funny funniness of it. Okay. Spoiler alert. Uh, Skip over the next. I'm going to say five minutes. If you don't want Teen Titans go to the movies to be spoiled (laughs) for you. Um. So he goes back in time, and he stops Batman and his family from going down the dark alley where his parents get killed uh, and makes them go down like the happy alley instead. And uh, then he stops Superman's timeline by stopping Krypton from exploding. And then uh, (laughs) he stops Aquaman uh, by throwing uh, the the six-pack holder, the plastic six-pack holder, in the water and basically drowning Aquaman. And then, which that in, in itself was slightly inappropriate, was watching Aquaman get stuck in the six-pack holder. But then he goes to the future, and then the future's overrun with villains. So back he goes back to save them again. And he goes back and stops Batman's family from going down the happy alley, puts a pearl necklace on Bruce Wayne's mom... And then shoves them down the alley, and then you just hear bang, bang, scream, and it's like, holy shit, is that dark for a kids movie? It was hilarious. I was, I was almost in tears laughing, but it was, it was really, really dark. And then there's a scene when like, baby Superman is like twerking, and he pulls his diaper off, and he's shaking his bare. And I, I don't really see how that's it was, inappropriate. It was on the verge of inappropriate. I know it was a baby, but the gestures and everything were very adult gestures. With I think you're a bare thinking butt. about it too much. I'm, you all watch the movie and tell me if you think it was just borderline. I'm not saying it was super inappropriate. I'm, it's not like I was. If we watched it again, I'm not going to cover the kids' eyes or anything. But it was. It's borderline inappropriate. And then. Again, I think we're still well within the spoiler limit. Um, yeah, we got two minutes left until we have to stop talking about spoilers. So, the very end of the movie, uh, Robin's trying to think of something big and heroic and, and meaningful and memorable to say to close out the movie. And they start rushing him, and they're just like, oh, we got to end it. You're running out of time. And he's like, oh, I can't think I can't think it. And then finally, they're just like, all right, this is the end of the movie. So, he jumps up into the camera Sticks his face like uh, camera. It's a it's an animation, but he sticks his face into the screen and shouts into the audience. He says, "Kids, ask your parents where babies come from." And then it rolls credits, and I literally was in tears, in tears after that. I I, I couldn't about, handle it. What about the fart fart joke that you were laughing at? The fart child at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the balloon. They popped the balloon's butt, and it was like leaking air for like 
And they held it for so long. It was like a full minute of just... And it was funny. And then the tiger getting run over in the middle of the movie, too. I don't know why that was so inappropriate. <laughs> you act like that doesn't happen not, in cartoons no, all the I'm time. No, I'm not saying that, that that wasn't... That by far was not, like, the most inappropriate moment of the movie. But, like, just the fact that they run this, like, happy animated tiger over. And they're just like, oh, my God, we just ran him over. Is he dead? And then it's just dead. And they run away, like, to, to hide, the, you know, hide from the scene, you know. It's 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 dark. It's not inappropriate, but it's just dark for a kids movie. Which that you also watch kids that also cartoons? was the scene that I I was in. I was like, you were laughing at that. I for was like laughing. a good half hour. <laughs> Way after that scene was over, I kept thinking about just the sound of the tiger as it as it was getting run over. Like, ah. <laughs> it's just so stupidly funny. But okay, so I think the five minute mark is up. So. Uh, spoilers are now over. We are going to stop discussing the Teen Titans go to the movies. But it was it was just a great movie. I, I highly recommend it to anybody, parents and and non parents alike. It's it's just a very enjoyable movie. What the f- is she chewing on now? Drop it. Oh, okay. Um, yes, go to go see Teen Titans go to the movies. Um, I, the kids all enjoyed it too. They loved it. Right. They really did. I mean, I know... Half the time I was yelling at Scarlett. It wasn't half the time. She was okay. She just kept getting back and forth between the seats, but... My my Scarlett can't sit still. She doesn't have an attention span. Like, zero attention span. But she did okay. She did better at this movie than she's done at the other movies. Yeah, I guess. But it was fun. It was a fun movie. I highly recommend it. Um, But yeah, stuff like that... Uh, just just dark humor and like parent humor. It's I, f- I feel like if if you censor everything for your kids, you're like setting them up for a lifetime of not knowing reality, and right? Getting beat up. <laughs> no, I don't. know. My mom censored stuff for me. Like yeah, but you figured it out on your own. What what about the kids that don't figure it out on their own? Although I do have to say, my mom didn't censor it for too long. Like, I saw my first rated R movie when I was probably like 10 or 11. Oh, my well, God. My first one that I can remember. Um, man, what year would that have been? Maybe it wasn't. Was, was, was I born yet? I think my first rated R movie was uh, Speed with Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock, which I'm going to say that was probably 1990. Four. So I was three. Uh, Google. Yeah, nineteen ninety four. I was so, three when you saw your first rated R movie. Yeah, but I was nine. So, yeah, nine years old for my first rated R movie. Actually, it was on video by then, so I may have been ten. A VHS tape. Yes, it was on VHS. DVDs did not exist at that time. Success! <laughs> you, you, you've proven that I'm in my thirties. Um, but yeah, uh, and I, so that was even, my mom was pretty strict about, you know, censorship. Like I wasn't allowed to listen to Green Day for a long time because they dropped an F-bomb on, uh, on Dookie. What was that one song that you couldn't listen to part of it? God, what was that? It was really dumb. Oh, was it maybe Smashing Pumpkins? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! The song, yeah, yeah, the song yeah, yeah, yeah. Zero by Smashing Pumpkins. My mom hated that song because there's the part when he says emptiness is loneliness and loneliness is or no cleanliness. I don't remember, but he says God is empty, just like me. And my mom hated that. But she she never like that was not one of the songs that she didn't allow me to listen to because at that point I think by the time I got into Smashing Pumpkins, I think she was over trying to censor my music, but also. I feel like even back then, like music in the early to mid '90s was nowhere near as trashy as it is today. Like today's music is just straight up filthy. Like I know they cursed a lot and stuff, and there was like sexual lyrics and stuff too in the '90s, but uh, it's like overboard now. Especially like rap is 
this filthy. It's, I've been having a hard time. Like the kids love that new Drake song, that "In My Feelings," that Kiki song. I'm sure everybody knows it by now. Um, and I have a hard time letting them listen to it like more than halfway because, like, by the time the girl starts rapping, it just feels trashy. And I was like, I don't want my kids. Li- I don't want my kids listening to that. I don't even know if it is trashy. I don't know if there's any cursing in it at all. I can't understand it. Man, no, I sound old. <laughs> I don't under- are old. I don't understand the second half of the song, but it just feels dirty and I like I don't I don't like them listening to it. But you know, I try not to let, let them listen to stuff that is like in your face cursing. Like I know there's a lot of cursing in the music that we listen to around the kids, but I feel like it's kind of an undertone. You know, whereas there are songs that like go out of their way to like you you know i don't like them listening to that kind of stuff because i don't want them thinking that that's okay to just go around saying that um so we're back around to that again <laughs> back around to when it is and is not appropriate to curse um but yeah music is one of the things that i really try not to censor what we listen to around them we listen to just about everything until I hear them picking it up and saying it, and that's when it's like, okay, maybe that song's off. Scarlet exactly. every time. I know, and that's that's why like Wu Tang Clan is off limits now because she picked it up and she actually sings that. So that that one's done, and it, that was for a, a while too. Like for a couple weeks after the last time we listened to that song, she was asking for the fucking ruckus song. Yes, and uh, she, I think she finally forgot about it. Thank God, but. Uh, so yeah, that one's off limits, but for the most part, uh, man, sidetracked and I'm trying to remember what our original point was. I don't like censoring the things that we expose our kids to. If they want to watch something, if they want to watch a certain movie and I think they're ready for it, I'll let them watch it. You know, the, the rating on it is not important to me. What's important is... The content more than anything like um, i i believe in censoring when censoring in relation to your kid right right i mean the i i'm sure it's it's nice having a rating system on everything just so you can have a heads up that there may be something in there that they can't handle um but i don't feel like going by that rating system is a hundred percent necessary. Like, uh, like I know plenty of kids Mark's age that are playing games like call of duty and stuff, which I believe are like M I think they're rated. Probably. M. And that's, I mean, honestly, I feel like that's a bit, that is, that is definitely a bit much for Mark cause he won't, he's not ready for that. That doesn't mean kids his age aren't ready for it, you know? Um, so, uh, I guess if you're going to take anything away from this episode of Kids for Sale, uh, don't, don't, for one thing, don't let other people make you feel guilty for letting your kid watch a PG 13 movie or for letting them play a T for teen game. Cause it's not any of their business. It's your business. If you, you know your kid better than anybody else does. If you think your kid can handle it, let them. But make sure you're also there to explain to them, like, this is only inappropriate. I mean, this is only appropriate in this context. And, you know, don't go doing this or don't go saying this in these places. Because, I mean, kids don't know. And that's that's where you you have to be the rating system to let them know when it is right and when it is wrong. And that's that's something a lot of parents, I think, just kind of take a back seat on that um, and just... They let. Well, it's especially hard now because everybody's so judgy, right? And that's that's what I, I, I hate. I hate the judginess today. Like, just every. That's, oh, don't get me wrong. A kid's acting up in public. I'll be like, I mean, all their yeah, parents. Suck, those parents. Yeah, I do. It all I the don't time. say anything, you know. And then later on, I'm like, well, you I, know, that's probably my kid anyway. I, but, I, I have I have not had to say anything yet, but there has been several times where I was on the verge of saying like. Not not like saying, hey, you need to stop your kid from saying this. But it was more along the lines of, hey, your kid better not get my kid doing this or I'm going to be pissed. Or, or, you know, you need to stop him saying that in front of my kids because I don't want them hearing that coming out of his mouth, you know. 
I don't even really agree with that because you're kind of telling them not to have their kids say something so you don't have to parent. That's But that's that goes with you need to be your kid's filter, you know? Like you need to teach them when it is right and when it is wrong. And when it is wrong is like kids, like for instance... I don't know. We take the kids to the playground and there's a kid running around cursing at the playground or something. You're just okay with that? Or are you going to tell the parent, hey, could you stop your kid from doing that? Like, so, it's it's none of your business. Obviously, I think that they shouldn't let their kid do that. But also, it's like, it's more about you teaching your kid, hey, you know, this happens. But that doesn't mean you should be doing it. I I feel like part of the issue today is that a lot of parents are saying, hey, this shouldn't exist because I don't want to have to teach my child that this isn't good. Well, my point, though, is it's hard to teach a kid that if it, no matter if you explain to them like, hey, this kid is not right. You know, they shouldn't be doing that, so I don't want you doing that. All they're going to see is a kid their age was doing something that now they want to do, you know? Well, you know, and the the lesson might not stick immediately, but it's just something that you have to... My point is, like, I don't care what somebody else's kids do in their own home or in other places, but when they're exposing my kid to it, now it is my business. So Mm. I'm not saying like you need to get in their face and say, Hey, you're a horrible parent. You shouldn't, but I'm just saying like you should, I, and, and personally, I want to go up to them and say, Hey, could you make sure they don't say that around here? Like, I don't, I don't care what they do behind closed doors but when my kid is around in a public area i don't want them exposed to that we'll agree to disagree yeah and and like i said it's not something that i've even had to do there's been a couple you're times too much of a baby you're, uh, you're been too a couple in. of times when i've been on the verge of it but it, then the parent stops them anyway like i've heard plenty of kids cussing at the playgrounds and stuff but usually like the parent will step in and stop it. So, I don't know. It annoys me when there's, like, older kids. That's what annoys me. Oh, yeah. The the, the 12-year-old kids that think they're, like, I think it's more, though, not because they're, yeah. But I was like that, too. Oh, I was absolutely like that. I know. I think I hate it more just because it makes me think of myself and how dumb I was. Yeah. You were dumb. You'd know. I don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, my phone buzzing. Anyway, yeah, you're a baby. Oh, yeah, we're back to that now. You were about to ask why you're a baby. Why no, I know why I'm a baby. It's because I'm a baby. <laughs> I'm very non-confrontational. I'm not a confrontational person. Unless it's me. I don't like being mean. I don't Unless like... Unless it's me. Yeah, I guess. That's fine. That's a good way to put it. I'm only an asshole to Ashley and no one else on the planet. For real. Anyway, I'm a (laughs) non-confrontational person. I don't like arguing, but at the same time, I I don't like... You know, here's... So this is along the same lines as, like, a kid pushing our kids around on the playground and their parents doing nothing to stop it. That pisses me off. Like I, I know our kids need to be tougher and stuff, but what if the kids just just bigger, and should know better than to pick on littler kids? Well, I feel I like that's not that's really a little bit different. I know that's not really censorship. Your, your but kids it's kinda... running the risk of like getting hurt or something. It's like you don't you don't want to pick their fight. There's there's such a fine line because you don't want to pick their fights for them, but you also don't want them to get their ass kicked either. Yeah. So. I mean, I I, I I would teach Scarlett to stick up for herself, but obviously keep a close eye to make sure the situation doesn't get out of hand. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because, I mean, you want to teach you want to teach your kid to, you're not going to be able to fight their battles for them the rest of their lives. So you want to teach your kids to, you know, be able to stick up for themselves. But Which won't ever be an issue for Scarlett. Although Scarlett, so Scarlett's tough. She's aggressive, but she's also a pushover a lot. Like, she will straight up take the blame for stuff she doesn't do. I think she's only a, I think she's a pushover just with your kids because she wants your kids to like her. Yeah, but what's going to happen when she's in school with other kids and she wants other kids to like her? Ducky. We're we're getting a little off topic now, but. She's going to find every single one of those. She's chewing up army men. You're the one that let the kids play with them and leave them on the floor. This is the playroom. Aren't those your army men? Oh, God. Now you, you officially made me sound like the, <laughs> the biggest child in the world. Actually, no. The, the no, army men yours. are not mine. They're yours. No, they are Oh, f- The army men probably are mine. They are yours. Well, no. I, I know the D&D figures are mine. I'm pretty sure the army men And I know the army too. men are in the bucket with my D&D figures, but I don't think the army men were mine. And that's not important. It's not important. Making uh, fun of you is very important. So anyway, uh, censorship. Uh, it, I, this should go without saying, but it's absolutely the parents' discretion. You know, you let your kids watch whatever you want them to watch, whatever you think they're ready for. But fucking... Make sure they are ready for it because uh, there's there's stuff out there that kids are just not prepared to see and it it will scar them like legitimately you know if they see something super like, super um, graphic as a young kid like that's taking something... your young child on the Tower of Terror when all right you know what he was five when the Dumbo ride was scaring him he was five and it was the first ride he agreed to go on at Disney World and I took advantage and i thought maybe the adrenaline would get him going and pump him up for the rest of the week but it was a big mistake and he didn't go on anything for a couple more days but that all turned around and he was a lot braver this time around when we went we went back to disney in october last year and he went on almost everything except for the tower of terror this time um but yeah that's besides the point my point is that uh Kids need context more than censorship. So if you're going to do anything, uh, I mean, I'm not telling you how to raise your kids. If you want to censor them and not not let them do anything but G-rated movies until they're 13, that's absolutely your decision. But you're setting them up for failure. You are setting them up to not be prepared for the real world. So I think... Uh, if 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 uh, you're going to take any point from today's episode, just know that context is a thousand times more important than censorship itself. Um, be there to explain to them what things mean and when to say it, when not to say it, when to do it, when to not do it, when to see it, when not to see it. Because uh, that those are the life lessons that are important. That's what they're really going to take away at the root of it all. Um is that there's a time for it and a time not for it, I guess. Yeah, sure. But anyway, uh, that'll be it for today's episode of Kids for Sale. Um, You can check us out every other Friday on the Journey into Comics Network. Uh, And Journey into Comics puts out new content every single day of the week. Um, So make sure you check out the other podcasts, uh, the Journey into Comics podcast, the one that that started it all. Uh, You can check out Foodies Watching Movies, The Poor Report, Podcastrophe, Brews with Dudes. Um, You can check out, uh, I don't know, I don't know. Go on the Journey into Comics uh, website, which uh, I fuck up up this URL every time, and I'm going to make sure I got it right this time. Bear with me while I look it up. I think it is journeyintocomics.com, right? Yeah, I got it. It's How do just you fuck that up. I don't because I, I always think it's journeyintocomicsnetwork.com or journey. It's just journeyintocomics.com, uh, and that is where you will find 
all of the content from the network. Uh, you can subscribe using uh, Patreon and you will get exclusive content. Uh, you will also get episodes of your favorite shows early, like the second that they're uploaded online, you will be able to listen to them. Um, whereas if you are not a Patreon subscriber, you have to wait until the release release date. Uh, which, if I get this episode to Nate early, this might come out as early as Wednesday night or Thursday morning. Whereas the rest of you won't get to listen to it until Friday. Aww. I know. I'll have to wait that a whole sucks. day. But, I mean, the Patreon's cheap. I think it's like a, a dollar and three dollar tiers a month. It's, I mean, just, just throw them a couple bucks. Get the content early and you'll get exclusive episodes along with it. Um, follow... All the shows on Facebook and and uh, including ours. Uh, check us out. Check out our Facebook. It's uh, Kids for Sale. I think Kids for Sale Pod is our handle on Twitter and Instagram. Which I'm still learning Instagram and Twitter, so there's not a lot of content on those social media platforms right now. But we do try to keep our Facebook up to date with new pictures and new videos, and uh, we'll throw links up there every once in a while for. You know, videos and stuff that are, you know, kid related and uh Yeah, so check us out. Kids for Sale Pod on Twitter, Instagram. Uh you can always email us at kids for sale podcast at gmail dot com. And I, I've said this every single episode. I have yet to get a single email. Please email us with uh questions, comments, concerns, stories about your kids that you may want to share with us. Uh uh, ideas for future episodes. Um, if you think I talk too much, fucking tell me I talk too much. You talk too much. You don't count. You're not a listener. Um, we but really I have do to listen. We really do want comments about the show, guys, because we don't we don't know what direction you want us to head in, and this is all still very new to us. So uh, we want to give you the best content we possibly can, and we can't do that without knowing what you want to hear. So, uh, well, we already know your mom wants less cussing. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Sorry, mom. And less bickering between us, but that's just us. Yeah, so. I was gonna say that if, if we don't bicker, we aren't talking. <laughs> that's a hundred percent true. Um, but again, thank you for listening. Check us out every other week. Check us out on all those platforms I just said. Journeyintocomics.com. Go there. Listen to other shows. Subscribe to the Patreon. And uh, we will see you in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening. Bye.